Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangiheyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches just trying to live good lives. On today's ep, we get into why girls, or women, should I say, are called crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jodes has a very big announcement to make, another <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, we also, for the first time ever, we've had two great questions come through. Mm. Uh, so please stick around for that. Now, Jody, I'm staring at you right now and there's mm. just one question I have to ask. What? What did you get up to? That we absolutely need to let the listeners know about. I've just completely cut off our intro. I'm like, fuck it. We need to <laughs> let's get straight to Jody's news. Straight to the bullshit. Okay, well, I just want to announce that after an extended period of time, Jody, that is I, Jody Clark. <laughs> Jody Clark. I've had sex. Hey, I'm gonna insert a song here. <laughs> Insert something. I just said sex. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, there's just a few people I want to thank first, Jules, if you don't mind. I want to thank um, our sponsors that we don't have. <laughs> I was looking at you like, what the fuck is this on about? I want to thank our non-sponsors. I want to thank the good people at Hinge. I want to thank Jules for her ongoing support. Um, I want to thank my Marina IUD mm-hmm. um, for shutting down any bullshit. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, do, I also, last but not least, I want to thank Caniston for their six-day support um, <laughs> because naturally old girl got a bit excited at this new addition to the family and she's, uh, she's a bit um, disgruntled. So. Why didn't you get the three-dayer? Why the six days? I'm so glad you asked because, <laughs> because that's a question I also asked myself on the fourth or fifth night. I was like, why did I not fucking go for the three day? So maybe that's our advice to the GBs. So go for the three day. The six days fucking annoying, bro. With this thrush treatment, is yes. it orally or do you insert it into your vagina? Was that a really dumb question? I think it's a personal choice. Okay. But for me, I like the relief that comes with the cream. Mm-hmm. So I'm using the cream with the apic applicators because yeah, yeah. it's just a soothing time yeah you know so so in the three day R, like do they just give you extra cream or is it like does it burn your fanny off or something no the active ingredient there's a higher amount of the active oh, ingredient okay, okay. that's it's called chlorometrazole or something i can't yeah. remember what it is something yep. like that um do you think you'd still fuck with thrush is that a thing or no or do you oh just- i thought about this i thought yep, about this because yep. i was like oh what if i see old mate while i'm on this fucking six day fucking bond yeah because what day will okay let's say you started taking it what day did you start taking it if i can ask i think it was like oh wednesday late in the week oh she's left it a bit oh, late mate, uh, I, I was not diligent hey i yeah. was like I, I was you know why because i was taking probiotics and sometimes mm. you know you get a bit funny down there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um and i was woman we get a bit like oh hang on what's mm. she do- what's she doing what's she up to Completely. so i thought i would just keep it clean keep it natural 
get on my probiotics and see what happens. But it was, I was still feeling uncomfortable and like irritated down there. So that's when I brought in the big guns and went down to the chemist and had an extended conversation with the chemist guy about whether I should hit the three day or the six day. He was, oh, it was a guy. Yeah. He was over my bullshit. I could see he didn't want to talk to me about it. Whereas, (laughs) you know, I could talk all day about this stuff. So I was like, all right, honey, I can see you're not into this conversation. I'll grade the the six day. So that's where, that's where we got to with it, Jules. Uh, So, okay. So you took it on the Wednesday. So you would have seen old mate, like, let's say he wanted a Friday night uh, dinner date or a Saturday, I don't know, hike or something. Yes. Would you still <laughs> let him hit, do you think? Like, can you have – do you have sex – I think it depends how uncomfortable you're feeling, right? Yeah. Because if you're really feeling uncomfortable, if I was like really wanted to like get in there, mm. um, if I was, ugh, how do I say this? If I really was feeling uncomfortable, I wouldn't let him down there. Yeah. Um, but I would probably give him head. Okay. But uh, if I wanted sex and it wasn't feeling all that bad, I'd probably let him hit and then just take, um, like have a shower, whatever, and then just start with my normal dos- dosage the next evening. Yeah, they say okay. you can do that. If you skip one, if you skip one, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. Mm. You just need to obviously get back on the canister. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess the next if, night. if he was to go down on you, wouldn't he just be tasting canister? Oh, honey, that's think? a hot mess. Yeah. I would not be doing that. Nah. If I would just tell him to stay away from that situation. Yep. Eyes, um, up, eyes up here, face up here. Eyes up here, my yep. guy. Let's not be wandering. <laughs> and um, just give him a little a little mouth treat, oh, a, little, always, a little oral treat maybe. You know how selfish I am. I'd have to I ask know. for like shower sex or something. <laughs> I need the return. Well, then you'd be okay. Just you'd, yep. you'd, you'd hop back on the canister horse the next night. And you say, shout out to Caniston. Why the fuck are you not sponsoring us? That and Hinge, the way we gas them up is a joke. So yeah, I'm going to need to hear from us. Yeah, I mean, we're going to need to hear from Hinge's people mm. and we're going to need to hear from Caniston because mm. we've just spent about five fucking minutes of this podcast on Caniston. Anything else, my love? I mean, no, I think that's probably the most exciting thing. Um, I haven't had sex all year. So I, I was like, and it was really good sex too. I was really pleased. <laughs> I was very pleased. <laughs> sorry, is this I'm well, sorry, this old bitty I'm sitting across. <laughs> I was very satisfied, and that's all I'm going to say. And that's all I've got to say about that. But um, enough about me. What about you, Jules? Because you've been going through it with bloody dry July. Yes. So speaking of Hinge, I've definitely found that there is mm. a direct link okay. um, into me being bored and mm. me – going crazy on the apps. Okay. I have so much time now that I yes. am like being so nice to these guys. <laughs> like you know how I've always said that I, I I do like two text message exchanges and then I'm like, so when are we linking? Yes. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But upon me being sober for four weeks, mm. um, I have had time to reflect that I think I am going to change my game. Okay. So I've got I'm talking to about oh I'd say probably four or five guys at the moment. There's definitely a front runner, like there always is. Yes. Um and I'm not doing shit. Like I'm not um giving them any clues about meeting up like until they come to the table with once again a date mm-hmm. or a time and what restaurant they've booked. King energy. King energy. Because I'm, like I've said, because I always take commands so early, I think that they sit back and that's how they assume the rest of the relationship or situationship is going to go. Yes. Um, And I'm over it and I'm tired. Me too. Um, Yeah. And I'm broke. So (laughs) they are going to have to start paying for shit. Um, So, yes, I've swapped that up. I will keep you guys in the loop. Mm. Um, I went to uh, the AFL, which was really fun. I, I follow the footy as I'm sure. Most of our like Western Australian and Victorian listeners do as well. Yo yo. Um, and then I was a saint. Well, no, I did the very bare minimum. <laughs> I went and donated plasma. 
Wow. Yeah, it was so cool. It's I don't understand, apart from health reasons, I don't understand mm. why everyone doesn't do it. You literally lie back, watch whatever TV you want basically, and then you get so much free food at the end. So, I mean, they were thanking me and I said, no, Tom, I've just eaten $48 worth of cookies. Like, thank you. Just want to honour you, Tom, you king. Um, and then what else have I been doing? Oh, very important health update that I think we all need to get behind mm. is I went and got my regular STI check. Yeah. Um, listeners of the podcast will know that I had unprotected sex oh, a couple of weeks back. Okay. Um, so I do, I do every I do it every like three to six months depending how uh, active your my social life is, shall I just say. Yeah, that's right. I remember this now. <laughs> yes. So I went and got my STI check and – I just – I don't know if this is like a thing that happens or maybe it's because I'm a woman and it was a male doctor or something. But mm. So I went in and he was like, what can I do for you today? And he's, I was like, oh, just uh, an STI check. And mm. he was like, well, are you showing symptoms? Uh, you know, and he went through. He was like thrush, blah, 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 said all these things. And I was like, mm. no, no, I'm just, I just – I'm here every three months or six months. Yeah. And he was like, oh, and you still want the test? And I said, yes, yes, please. And I kind of really had to push him mm. to do this test. So I asked my mother, who's a nurse, shout out mum, huge fan of the podcast, as we're talking about sexually transmitted yes. diseases. And she likes all the posts. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her. And actually a lot of people ask me if my parents listen. I'm like, well, my father would go into cardiac arrest, but yeah. mum back. But our mums fuck with love it hard. Yeah. Yep. So I asked her, she's a nurse, and she was like, no, that's so strange because un, um, undiagnosed chlamydia can lead to infertility so mm, it's, mm. it's so so yeah definitely push for it but Jodes have you ever been like pushed back from a an appointment or anything that you're like no I need this I've never been pushed back but I've definitely received that same line of questioning yeah. where they're like they're, they're trying to justify mm. why you're doing it mm. or and I remember thinking I haven't been so promiscuous that I'm really concerned. Mm-hmm. It's just more and let's be clear, if I if I had been, that would not be an issue also exactly. and that's none of their Completely. fucking business. Mm-hmm. But it's not that I'm sleeping with a lot of men. It's the fact that I've had I've had a situation and I just wanna look after my body mm-hmm. because it's my body. Yeah. And, but absolutely, I've definitely felt that same line of questioning and it's, I shouldn't, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Why do I have to justify while I want to take care of myself? Yeah, completely. And then I obviously, like with every topic that I'm about to like talk about on the potty, yeah. I asked my girlfriend, she just threw it out there. I was like, has anyone else um, had this? And overwhelmingly, and I was so disappointed by this, they were like, mm. yes, especially when it comes to sexually transmitted diseases or something that they want to get checked just in case for peace of mind. Yes. Their doctors, both female and male, have come back being like, oh, well, I guess, like if you really want to. Yes, that's what no, I fucking oh, got. Yeah. And I remember pushing for the blood test and everything mm, mm. and then I got the whole spiel of, oh, well, you know in Sydney, it's it's pretty common, like the only one you'll really see is chlamydia. Mm. You're not going to really get, you know, syphilis or any of that stuff come up, mm-hmm. um, you know, Unless you're out there, you know, doing crazy stuff, mm, la la la, mm. and it's like I don't give a fuck. Run the fucking blood run, test, bro. Yeah, run it up. Run the fucking test. Completely. Like, so, um, speaking of uh, mm. STIs and everything, yeah. it is so, guys. It is so common, and hence why I go and get it checked all the yes. time. It's so common. It's curable. Like I was writing to one of our GBs in our DMs at Good B Podcast. If you don't follow us, a yeah. little quick plug. Um, I was writing to her saying, "Babe, it is." You know, she said she accidentally got something and yeah. I said babe it is a little pill like it, it's it's like catching a cough like there is absolutely to be no shame around it and let's just um put our hands in prayer that you didn't fall pregnant exactly and things happen yeah. do you know what I'm saying like let's not punish ourselves 
Let's just get into it and look after ourselves. Completely. All right. So, look, let's go for a little break, shall we, Jilzy? But, like, in the meantime, GBs, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, How to Be a Good Bitch, and make sure you follow us at Good B Podcast on the gram. We'll see you in a bit. Okay, guys, we are back with main topic, and today we have something that we have been wanting to talk for ages. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, the Kim and Kanye thing has prompted it slightly, but yeah. something that we feel so passionately about mm. um, and something that I came to Joe's because I was so sick of seeing on the dating apps was on Hinge, you um, are prompted to ask three questions for all of our I don't know, people in relationships or people who aren't fucking with Hinge. Mm-hmm. So um, you can choose questions, then you answer them. And a main question that all the guys seem to pick is, you should not go out with me if blank. Yeah. And a few of the guys have said, you should not go out with me if you're crazy. Like, fuck Oh, off. my gosh. what We have so much to talk about this. So I think we should start with where the fuck did this label of crazy stem from? So... Did my Googles, did my research, Jodes, can I hit you with it? Yes, go for it. So in the late 1850s, um, the height of of hysteria diagnosis in America occurred at the very same time that women's rights movement started picking up speed. And there was a quote that I found. It said, woman demanding equality was a pesky problem and Mm. hysteria was a brilliant answer. Okay. Yeah. So basically, women have been labelled as hysterical Mm. or... Um, being diagnosed with literal hysteria since the bloody dark ages, basically. So today, of course, doctors know that hysteria isn't a real mental health disorder, but using language like hysterical, over-emotional and Mm. crazy Mm -hmm. to discredit women's experiences is still very much a real phenomenon. Absolutely. I mean, we hear it all the time from men. You're overreacting. Don't worry about it so much. You're overthinking it. Don't be so You're just emotional. You're just emotional. It's a form of gaslighting, mm-hmm. uh, telling women that their feelings are just wrong and they don't have the right to feel the way they do. So, Jodes, how have you ever been labelled crazy or have you been made to feel like your feelings, you know, aren't real? Yep. And um, I've definitely been gaslighted a lot by men. Oh, it's always toxic men that don't want to take accountability mm-hmm. for their stupid behaviour, mm-hmm. their juvenile, immature mm-hmm. behaviour. So, for you know, rather than them saying, you know what, I can see how that may, may have made you feel that way mm. and I'm sorry and it won't happen again or, hey, babe, I'm going to do better, mm. rather than just actually being a fucking man mm. and showing me their big fucking pulsating dick, mm. rather than doing that, they'd rather just say, oh, maybe you're, maybe you're being a bit crazy. I think, you're, I think you're just emotional. Yeah. Or what? You're coming at me or you're mm. ma- you're, oh, so you're mad now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're mad again. Yeah. So they've like really irked you to a certain spot. They've pushed you, they've led you to the cliff. Yep. Or one time I can remember an occasion where I got um, I got mad at a guy that I was messing with because he was frustrated at the fact that he wasn't getting attention from me. Mm-hmm. So his way of navigating that was actually getting my best mate's phone number that I live with. I still live mm-hmm. with her. And he called her and asked her what we were doing tonight. I've had that same thing. Could you imagine if we did that? Could you imagine if we called the housemates saying, so are we still on for dinner? Oh, oh my, my God. God. I actually can't. My imagination doesn't show. They'd be like, far. oh, bro, she's so crazy. crazy. She's so fucking she's obsessed with you. Like mm. for me, I was like, 
that was out of line. Yeah. You fucking getting my best mate's number and calling her to ask about me, that's some fuck shit. And then when I called him on it, mm. that's when the gaslighting began. He's like, oh, fuck, and I just did something so trivial and now you're coming at me and then you're mad at me. Like, I'm busy. Like, I don't need to deal with this mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, the gaslighting was just crazy. And I bet you for not one second you ever called him crazy. Never. Like, it didn't even yeah, come didn't It didn't come. even come mm-hmm. to my um, mind because mm-hmm. I was more like trying to un- – uh, it was so left of field. I was trying to understand why he did that. Mm-hmm. But for, for him, it was just so much easier to just label me crazy or emotional or, oh, you're just mad and la, 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 la. I'm busy. I have to talk to you later. Like, just the gaslighting. I was just like, oh, yeah, man. I remember when I um, was – dating like doing long distance with a guy for um about a year and um oh, I should you know the red flags are all there he just could not stop talking about his ex yes I'm a clown uh. I'm a clown I was young um he would not stop talking about his ex and it was really um boiling up inside of me so look I there was different ways I could have approached this yes this isn't this isn't the story <laughs> so um I was on the phone to him one night and once again he's just decided to bring her up at every chance he could get so I said oh my God. And he was like, what, what? I said, I just need to know why you feel the need, like you to keep bringing this girl up. Yes. Your conversation is enough. You are enough. Like I don't need to know about this complete other life. Yeah. And of course you're insane. You're crazy jealous. Look how jealous you are, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, because I was a little bit older, I was like, oh, and now you're gaslighting me? So I could call it out right then and there because I had that knowledge. Yeah. I I mean, we've never spoken again. That was the last thing I ever said to him was, so you're gaslighting me? Yeah. I mean, and I kind of feel liberated by it by now. But same thing with you, Jodes. I've had exes sending me voice memo after voice memo after like video because I won't pick up their calls about why I'm so crazy and all of that jazz but I mean we know why it's so damaging uh, as women but what about on the on the flip side it's also damaging for mental health Mm um I mean minimizing somebody else's feelings is a way of controlling them it is and silencing them into being complicit and allowing the situation or the dynamic whether it's abusive or not it's allowing the dynamic to continue and, and teaching them if you speak up, you will be punished. Completely. A lot of women are in relationships like this and it breaks my heart that they don't realise how abusive how it abusive. is. A man doesn't have to fucking hit you Completely. for it to be abuse and for it to be damaging in the long term. And I guess, I mean, we, we don't like to bring it up too much, but yes. I guess it's kind of the top tier or well, the, the very start of domestic violence because they no longer trust their own feelings and instincts. So mm-hmm. they come to rely on that sole person to tell them how they're supposed to feel. Yes. Which is so dangerous. Oh, I could talk about this for so long. And because their self-esteem has been whittled down, yeah. you know, yeah. little by little, it's like, it's fucked. Um, and I know uh, now that I'm talking about it, I'm mm. kind of thinking even with the doctor thing, I mean, I know that it was a male doctor, but yes. I know that there's lifetime effects of being called crazy is because now female women aren't believed for a lot of their life like apparently if we go into I was doing my research my googles Mm. like I've said if we were to go into um the doctors when we're older with a heart problem it's only men get diagnosed because we're still quite um sensitive yeah like so that's why I don't feel hear many females that have heart problems because only men get diagnosed with heart problems not only but majority of men get diagnosed with heart problems but is that because they're uh, they're they're taken at their word sooner? Completely. I mean, isn't yes. that just so absolutely ridiculous? I mean, 
the word itself of crazy has been used in many oppressive situations in history to, to dehumanise those with mental illness um, and continuing to use it casually um, in a negative connotation um, is the notion that having mental illness is a shameful and, like, worthy of insult. Wait, and it's absolutely not. Yeah. Well, so, Jodes, I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. And listeners, I have asked Jodes if I can talk about this. I'm not springing it on her now. No, I know never. that you, you yourself... <laughs> Um, actually grew up with a mentally ill parent. How has that affected you or or I know with the Kim and Kanye thing, do you feel uh, more empathetic towards their situation? Yeah, definitely I do. I'm mm. just like grounding myself, you know, yeah. when something's triggering. Yeah. Oh, my girl. Sorry. Oh, take your time. Do you want to talk about we it? Can, yeah, we can just edit this part. Oh, my love, I want to hug you, but I can't. I'll just take a sip of water. Yeah. I mean, definitely um, I can relate. And I think it's been really interesting for me seeing the Kanye Kim play out in the media. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, um, as you know, Jules, my dad's got bipolar um, and he hasn't he hasn't been on medication for that throughout his life. Mm-hmm. And he's also someone that has come out the other side of an alcohol addiction as well. So as you can imagine, my childhood dealing with a father that was addicted to alcohol um, and had bipolar, it, it led to quite a destructive domestic situation. And that's not something I really want to get into mm. in this podcast, at least at this time. Mm. Um. But absolutely, I feel for Kim, and mm. it's and it's been really interesting. And we've had conversations about this privately, Jules, about how many people have been trying to put this on Kim again, mm. Mm. and 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 we're still continuing with the narrative of, oh, come get your husband, Kim. Mm. What are you doing to help him? Mm. Look at the state of him. It must be Kim's fault. Like, can we stop blaming women for men's? Mm, issues they become collateral yeah it's not her fucking like it's not her fault Mm. that he's struggling with this disorder and if you've had if you've grown up with someone in the family or a loved one or or a friend someone close to you that has bipolar you will understand that it's a mental illness and a lot of the time they do come for their family members and I know because I've lived it Mm. and it and it is really you know Mm. it can be really soul destroying at times and they will attack you. And I mean, it's really even hard for me to put it into words, yeah. but I just want to say, unless you've actually been in that situation and you can personally relate, because I could, I find that I can only really speak on something passionately if I've lived it mm. and it's come from my own life experience. So for me, it's just, it's bizarre that people have such strong opinions about Kanye mm. and Kim and their family dynamic when they've never walked a mile in her shoes. They don't live with them. They don't know. You never know what's happening behind closed doors. So just release your judgment he's obviously going through it to me he definitely was having an episode because I've been around someone very close to me having episodes and they can say the most hurtful nasty vicious things Mm. that they don't mean Mm -hmm. do you think the weight of that word crazy really means something more to you like do you fucking absolutely hate when people say that word like I know I hate it but I don't have the reason I fucking hate it and I find it really triggering and even my friends um 
listening to this will know. And I want to make it clear, it's not even just a, a, a male I don't want it to seem like we're coming for men, mm-hmm. only men using the word, because I've had um, I've had a go at even my best mate I live with for calling me crazy. She'd just be like, oh, Jody, don't be crazy. Completely. And I'm like, don't call me crazy. Yeah. I'm passionate. There's yeah. a difference. Um, I'm allowed to speak up and stand up for myself if I'm feeling angered or passionate about something or even upset. Mm. Why is there a stigma about being upset? Yeah. Am I we're not allowed to be upset about things anymore. We're not allowed to express ourselves, express our feelings, have a cry, get mad. Mm. There doesn't need to be a stigma around having emotions and expressing them. But it's a problem for me when women are comfortable labeling other women as crazy. I had a friend come to my house the other day and she was speaking about another friend. I think I told you Mm. about this, Jules. And she said, oh, but I've heard she's crazy. And I'm like, no, she's not crazy. Yeah. Again, she's got strong opinions and she doesn't take shit. Mm, yeah. So sure, other other men might be, again, comfortable with calling her crazy, but this is someone that's close to me and she, I'm telling you, she's not fucking crazy. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it funny? Um, completely agree. I actually, thinking about it now, I probably, uh, apart from random dudes I don't know calling girls crazy, I probably do hear it m- more so from females calling other females crazy. And I think it's because this might be one of the last words that we can, um, you know, ingrained misogyny is heavy. Yes. It is heavy. Yes. It's probably one of the last words we can throw at each other that has weight behind it. Mm. So, you know, we've we're very, we've progressed from slut, whore, bitch. You know, if someone to call us that now, everyone rolls their eyes and they're like, yes. okay, Darren. I yeah, love Darren. this. But now it, when we're crazy still has meaning behind it, it's like, oh, she's crazy. And it's still so dismissed as such an insult. Whereas, yeah, I think we've just progressed from those other words, but this one just seems to stick. It's so, sticking. Thank you so much for sharing that with me um I really do appreciate it Jodes and I'm sure our listeners will but what is our GB tip of the week gonna be I mean this it's a hard one but stop fucking calling people crazy <laughs> I mean it's pretty simple like <laughs> stop calling people crazy yeah. like that you know we need to have more open conversations in our circles mm-hmm. with our friends about about this word, mm. what it means to us, and actually just have a bit of reflection on why you're using it. Because I know when I had a conversation with um, my friend about this in my home, I said, "Oh, what makes you feel that she's crazy?" I'm mm. just I'm just curious because personally, I've got a bit of a problem with that word. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "Oh, that's just what I've heard." And I'm like, "Well, maybe that's because she's very passionate. And she doesn't put up with shit." Yeah. And she speaks her mind. So yeah. I can see how that would be triggering for people or upsetting for people who um, are insecure. Exactly. Um, but she's not crazy. She doesn't – from what I know, she doesn't have a mental illness. Mm. But um, even if she did, that wouldn't be a problem. Be a problem. And I wouldn't yeah. even connect the two. I wouldn't connect the word crazy with mental illness anyway. It's like, well, that's a mental illness. Yeah. So I just, I'm just so fucking over that word crazy. Mm. I use crazy when I, I actually think something's really cool Same. or dope. I'm like, All the oh, time. fuck, did you see that song? Oh, it's fucking I'm crazy. I'm crazy obsessed with this yes. person. I, yeah. I like using it in a really positive yeah. way. Yeah. But Jules, I do want to say um, quickly that I would that you are very good at calling people out on their shit mm. in this manner, um, and I really respect that about you. I, I remember, I mean, it's so ingrained in us some of these some of this language. I think I've used the word retarded around you, and mm. you've pulled me up on it, mm. um, and it's just made me th- think twice because you know. I'm not trying to be offensive, but it's just so ingrained. Like, oh, so ingrained. It was so annoying. It was just fucking retarded. And yeah. it's like, no, yeah. there's a better word. Yeah. Well, I guess that would be my GB tip mm. of the week would be even if your voice shakes, 
to call it out. Yeah. I know that some, sometimes it is so hard. Yes. Even, and, you know, and, and times, I guess, looking to my past, I have been the most unpopular person in a conversation or the room because I have called things out. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you're a PC. You're so yeah. politically correct. And I'm like, no, I just don't feel like calling that person a crazy slut today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be my GB tip. And, you know, some situations are going to be easier, but it all, it does start with us guys. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I love, I'm loving this conversation, Jules, yeah, but look, let's, let's go to a break. So in the meantime, make sure you subscribe, rate and review us wherever you get your podcast, how to be a good bitch. And then you've got to follow us mm-hmm. and join in the fun Please. at good be podcast on Instagram. We love to see it. Okay, so we are back and for the first time ever, Jodes and I could not choose between two listener questions. No. Um, So I think I'm just going to get into the first one. The first one's a bit more hectic than the second one, so Mm -hmm. that's why I felt comfortable putting them side by side. So I'm going to start, Jodes, if that's cool. Yep, get into it. Listener says, can't tell if this is a confession or a question. I've been fuck buddies with a baby daddy, in brackets, not my baby daddy, and yesterday I went over to Netflix and chill. So mm-hmm. she, 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 we went to fuck. After a couple of hours, he was like, my baby's coming over and hinting for me to leave. Wait, just to confirm, there's in the child's coming to his Sorry, house. Sorry, yes, an actual child's coming to his house. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked if he could order me an Uber home. Mm-hmm. But he just kept making up all these lies, saying he couldn't, but he's really sad to see me leave. Mm. I was like, for fuck's sake. Anyway... I had to walk my ass home, dot, dot, dot. GBs, is there a right way to handle that situation? I've blocked him, but the dick game's so good. P.S. He also smoked all my weed. Ugh, the all fucking oh, dacity. I hate this guy. I hate this him so guy much. This guy fucking sucks. But have all been in this situation yeah. where you go to a dick appointment and you, like, want to maybe spend more time there. He's, like Jodes would say, nudging mm. the up and go towards you. Yeah. And, you know, he's definitely not being a gentleman and he wants you fucking out of there. But, yeah, especially if you're short on cash or anything. Jodes, how would you handle this situation? I mean, if it was me, honestly, I would probably be so grossed out by this dude at this point. I would just call my own Uber yeah. and take my own ass home and just make a mental note, I'm never seeing him again yeah. and just scrap him and fuck him off. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it depends on the individual scenario. I think I would just be so turned off. I would just, being a yeah. little misindependent woman, I would just want to get out of there and just not see him again. How would you handle it? Oh, exactly the same. And mm. I think this really um touched a, touched a nerve because yeah. I've been in this situation one too many times where, oh, God, I've, I've – I've, had like an $100 Uber ride, you know, to a place where he has just like fingered me awfully for half an hour yeah. and then I need to somehow get home. So, yes. um, <laughs> no, huge, huge baby boy energy. Can I just say first off, you are absolutely not to see this man's again. No. I know how this is. The fact that you wanted to hang around as well, I'm like, mm, no. do you like this man? No. Do you like this boy? And we know that it ends up with you walking home. I know that I would be like <laughs> doing the old sobs. Yeah. He is not worth he sounds a bit like a head fuck babe and with lots of baggage I'm I'm steering clear. Um how would I handle it though? So I would obviously take it as like a are you fucking joking way? Yeah. But that's us being our obs- 
assertive 26 and 30-year-old self. So it is much harder when you're younger. Um, I know that I've struggled with it. And I definitely did when I was younger too, Jules. Mm. Like there's many situations I look back on now where I'm just like, holy shit, Jodie. Why did you not get the fuck up out of there? Why didn't you not call them out on your shit? But it takes life experience to build the confidence to do that. Completely. 22-year-old Jodie was not fucking doing that. Now, yes, that's what's like. We're not coming from a place of judgment. We're just saying stand up for yourself because people do respect it. If she had turned around and been like, you know what? That's fucking bullshit yeah. that I've come over here and you can't even call an Uber home. Yeah. Shame on you. Peace the fuck out. I'm not yeah. seeing your dumb ass again. And then just left. He would have been, he actually might've thought for a minute, fuck, maybe I am a bit of a dick. Yeah. I know that as women, we're taught to always be so polite and, you know, stick in our little box. So once again, even if your voice shakes, you absolutely have to say it. Yes. I don't even think that this guy respects you on a friend level, babe. No. The fact that he's not even calling you an Uber and he's just kind of, like I said, basically pushing you towards the door after he's smoked all of your bud. No, he does it's, not. He has no respect. It's a fucking whole mess. We love you. Yeah. It's a learning. Okay, Jodes, All right. second question. So we had two questions. Yes. This one came through and it is so – this might be the end of the podcast. Oh, snap. It is so 50-50. Um, I think people are going to be seen. People are going to be hurt. <laughs> um, I'm going to get right into it. Yes. Listener says, hi, ladies, I need advice. A boy I'm talking to just told me he doesn't shower at night time, dot, dot, dot. I'm a little taken <laughs> back. Is this a pink or a red flag? Jodie Clark, take it away. What's your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, for me, this is a red flag. Mm. Are you a nighttime showerer? I am a big nighttime showerer. Mm. I like to get the old, in true woo-woo bitch style, I like to cleanse the old chakra and get my, my auras back into ship shape mm-hmm. before the evening sleepy mm-hmm. slew. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying you kind of need to wash off the day. Yes. The energy from the day. Honey, yeah. you got to wash off the day. you got to wash off the BO. Like what kind of cheesy grit dick situation is this guy rolling with? Mm. Because... Honey, it's, yeah. this is a this is just a cleanliness question. Completely, I could not agree more. I am I am someone who showers like the second before their head touches the pillow. I don't even like to walk around. Like I have to be so clean. I'm a very Virgo in that way. Like I even if guys sleep over, I. <laughs> This is so weird now that I'm saying it. Even when guys sleep over, I like check the bottom of their feet to make sure it's clean enough. There's no such thing as I'm not throwing it back and busting it open for someone who's just looked like they've walked the whole of Sydney in a dirty puddle. Especially if you've got fresh sheets. If you've got fresh sheets, it's a whole other realm of rules, honey. And that linen does not come cheap. No. I'll tell you that much. So you are not fucking with my Sheridan, baby boy. So all in all, uh, I think our advice. Like many advice, dump him. <laughs> but for me, red cancel flag, him immediately. Red flag. Uh, but are we? Uh, is something like are we harsh? Like GB's let us know. Are we harsh because we're saying cancel him because he doesn't shower at night? Is something like is something yeah. amiss here? Or if you are a morning shower person, which I am, if I've gone to the gym first off. But if you are one of those people who can't see the benefits in, in showering before bed, mm-hmm. can you please write to us why? I need dot points. I need to know like where you're coming from because yes. I can't see 
a positive the other way around. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very just, diplomatic to, person and I'm I can't to, see the other side of the coin. I'm here to support. I'm here to understand. I just don't understand how you can go through your whole day, not shower at night and have to wait till the next morning, especially if you're masturbating or having sex that night. Yeah. So you what? You've got the day's gunk and your sexualization gunk. <laughs> gunk. And, and then it's not being cleansed until the morning. And then, I mean, honey. No, it's too much. It's, it's too much. It, it, that ain't it. But that on that it. note, I think, oh, God, what are we up to? I think <laughs> it's time to wrap up. Jubies, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, which I'm sure you have because it's everyone's spicy segment, <laughs> we need more confessions. Yes. Desperately. Um, so we were lucky enough. We have so many questions for the bank. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of people need advice, which we love. But, you know, it's not a GB episode without a confession. So it's up to you guys to write it, it into us. Yeah. I know um, when people slide into the DMs, and they, they always say, I don't know if this is a confession, but and it's always a great confession. Yes. So please don't feel shy or anything. Just anything fucks that, that has happened to you would be great. And I feel like also the GBs, like I feel like we've, we've won a bit of trust now. You've yeah. heard us speak on this for so long now. You know we're always going to respect your privacy. We never speak in your name. We don't even speak – anything that comes into that inbox stays with me and Jules. We won't even speak about it mm. to any, like to our household or anything like that, completely, right? Completely, completely. Um, well, thank you so much for being with us. We love you so much. We are in your ears every second Tuesday. Yes. You can follow us and talk to us at Good B Podcast. Please, please, please rate, review and subscribe. We love reading all of our written reviews on Apple, don't we, Jodes? Oh, we do. Or even the bad ones get us ones. up. We yes. love having haters and trolls. Shout out to you. <laughs> on that note, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much. Love you, bitches. 